Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. All of these coaching calls have been recorded with the permission from my clients who have generously allowed me to share these with you as a way of helping more people in this world. They give you access to master level coaching and the opportunity to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. Funny. How are so, you? I am good, thank you. So, awesome. yeah, good news. Okay, so I have to tell you something funny, and then I'll tell you my numbers. And, well, here I'll just tell you my numbers. They stayed the same as today, um, or as yesterday. But I did six reach outs as of our conversation yesterday, and I spoke with. She's a little bit longer sales. She's going to be a souls in motion business, and she's someone that we've talked about collaborating, meaning. Um, referring clients to each other. She's a communication specialist okay, and works with corporations. And then I left messages for so I have them on my follow-up on Thursday. And do you typically give a couple days to follow up or what's your normal protocol? To follow up on, on what in particular? Like, like I left like, a voicemail. Depends what it is. Like what, what kind okay. of voicemail did you leave? What was, you know, like with I was following up with her because she had done a discovery session with me, both of them, both, um, and following up with the discovery session, just seeing how it was going. You know, she had some struggles that she wanted to work through, and um, and I just mentioned to her that I'd love to catch up with her and talk to her a little bit about something that I am launching that I think would be something that she might really, I forget the exact words I said, but that would get a lot out of. Okay, um, so I would do a couple things there. Okay. When when was the discovery session? The discovery session was a sales call, correct? Yeah, and it was, oh gosh, I mean, I'm going back and hitting anybody that's done a discovery session, so it might have been a year ago, Amira. Oh, okay, okay. So that, that's yeah. helpful for me to know. Um, I would, I would text and I or or voicemail, fine, but I generally don't start, I don't lead with, hey, I want to tell you about something I can sell sell to you, okay? Yeah. Because not that it's not true or that you're hiding anything, but people just have their money story. You have your money story, right? You're you're right. more evolved, right. and you've been working on this stuff for for much longer than most people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that people have stuff around money, and so yeah. if you lead with that, even though for you you're like, oh yeah, of course we're talking about this. Yeah, right. I want your help. Sure, of course. Right. Yeah. Other people are not. You have to meet them where they're at. Okay. Okay. Because so, that one felt funny to me, and so the rest of them, I have just been saying, "Hey, I'd really love to catch up with you." Or yeah. I had one on Facebook that I reached out to. She was a trainer for me, and her husband passed away about a year and a half ago. And yeah. she's been saying that's the one I said that like showed up with the post. And uh-huh. so I just t- I said, "Hey, I'd love to catch up with you. It sounds like you've had a rough you know year and a half, and I'd love to chat with you for thirty minutes if you've got time." And so we're in the process of setting up. Yeah, that's Friday. a much better. Yeah, that's a much better tactic. Okay. Okay. It's especially for people you haven't seen in a long in time a or spoken to or in a long time. Like, and you know, even with my really 
like fan clients. Yeah. You're probably an exception to that, you know, but even <laughs> even for my fan clients, I will be like I I will start with a conversation instead yeah. of starting with a sale. It depends on the person. But yeah. Um when you, you know, used to do that I, to I, me early on, you know, yeah. like you would call and just have a conversation and then you're like, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's it it's only bait and switch if you don't give a shit. Okay? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, thank you. If if you don't actually care about what is going on and you just are doing it to make a sale, like then it comes through as that and it doesn't work. Okay? Yeah. Then thank then you. you will feel manipulative. But you know, I was just you know, all the people that we were talking about this morning when we had that little chit chat. Like yeah. I'm reaching out and I'm like, Hey, did you buy that ring? And like, what are you doing for your birthday? Right? Yeah. I'm I'm having some sort of connection so that every time and sometimes it's about business, right? Like right. I, who did I reach out to? I can't remember who it was, but I wanted to know oh, someone on Facebook. Um I wanted to you know, her name popped up in a comment, someone else's you know, responding to someone else's post. And I was like, oh, I wonder how she's doing. And so I just wrote that to her. I was like, hey, it's been a long time. I saw you respond to a post and it made me want to catch up and talk about, like, how things are going and what's going on with your business. Okay. Thank you, because that's exactly what I did with Christy. And with Christy, like, I didn't say about her business because she's kind of been – you know, like my program is more about transition and you're getting ready to yeah. like wanting to switch. So thank you. Yeah. That validates them what I did there. Yeah. Exactly. And then I'm excited because a sale that, or like a, a contact that I made, Oh, probably two months ago. Um, mm-hmm. I followed up with, and she's on vacation. So we're sending something up the first week of August, but she definitely wants out of her job and she's trying to figure out like how to perfect. do it. And so this client. is going to be a perfect, you know, cause I told her I was working on a group program and so this yeah. will be a good lead. And here's what I love about this. And so thank you for calling me out on this. And well, for me calling myself out and investing <laughs> accountability, because once I get stuff rolling, like I'm pretty good at selling, good. I'm pretty good at converting too. And so it just gets the ball rolling. And so thank you. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're pretty good at your reach out too. Okay, and it's yeah. fun, and oh, yeah. it's not weird. Okay, so yeah. so the thing that you need to know is like so and so. I forget who it was. We're talking in early August. That is two weeks. You know, maybe three. Yeah. I don't know exactly when. Know that you need to be doing consistent reach outs now, and consistently for the foreseeable future, until you get a different marketing strategy in place. Because yeah. there's always going to be a lead time. Sometimes people can talk that same day, in five minutes, yeah. tomorrow, all of that. But sometimes, you know, it's going to be two two weeks or three weeks, right? Yeah. And you don't want to be stuck not having any sales calls booked on your calendar. Yeah. And if I were you, I would be looking to have, I mean, if you really wanted to be aggressive, Debbie, okay, to be... Very aggressive, but I would be looking to have 50% of your time dedicated to sales. And you could include reach outs in that, but like like having three sales conversations a day, that would change your business entirely. Yeah. Well, let me ask you too. So, and it's not, 
I guess it kind of sounds like a game, but when you talk about 50% of your time in sales, does that include, like, I've been wanting to come up with an email to all of my email clients to say, hey, I've launched this program, you know, just as kind of an FYI. No, I, I think of that as marketing. Okay, that's what I wanted yeah. to know. Perfect. Okay, yeah. so you I think keep marketing sales, and sales separate. Yeah, I mean, what's the line? You can make an argument, right? But, right. But in my mind, so here's the thing. I know historically that I can get deep into all the marketing stuff. And it's not, especially at the stage you're at in your business, it's not as effective as picking up the phone or texting someone or DMing someone. Yeah. yeah. And well, and I'm better at sales that way. Correct. So we can yeah. go down the rabbit hole of content development, building the funnel. Uh, new opt-ins and trust me I've done all of that like it's not from lack of experience okay of going down that rabbit hole and to some degree it's great because we have this whole you know treasure chest of of great content that I've created but like it's also insanity how many lead magnets I've created okay Mm -hmm. like you don't need that many you just need one that converts okay (laughs) yeah and (laughs) Okay, and so all of it's a very easy way to distract yourself from sales, and that's why we're putting your numbers at the beginning of every call. Yeah, and that you know I'm saying how many did we say five a day? Five reach outs, three reach outs? No, three, three, three. Okay, yeah, Yeah. and you just started over. Yeah, yeah, you're an overachiever, so you did six. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Um, I did three from yesterday, and I already did my three for today. Okay, perfect. So you achieved. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but. You know, I would I would dedicate, you know, if you dedicated half of your working time to sales, it would change your business entirely. Yeah, it would. Okay? Like when I get up on stage, and you've heard me say it before, sales is what moves money. Okay? Yeah. Like I I tell people, I give people the key to the kingdom. Okay? Like I don't hold anything back. You want to know how to radically increase your income? For most companies, and yeah, you need there's some companies that need to work at front end uh, marketing. They need to work on back end operations. They need to work on team. There's lots of different things that are going to help people scale. But fundamentally, you need to make sure that your sales is dialed in before you do any of that. Okay, it's what moves money. Yeah, I need to go back to and listen to, like, when I'm walking and I'm riding my bike to work, I want to listen to the sales training that we did back in March because I know there's nuances, too, that I've, like, fallen back into, like, my own pattern instead yeah. of following that. And so I want to go, like, to me, that's something that really we should, that I should refresh off once a quarter. Uh, yeah, I love that idea. Share that with the other people who were in that sales intensive. Okay. I forget who I that, that was. Amber, Jen. Amber, Jen, Piper. There were a lot. And then the Aaron. one gal that was really challenging for me that I was just like, wow, I'm in awe of how you're handling her. Yeah, you don't have – that's that's fine. We can – you can you don't have to take that responsibility on, okay? No. <laughs> no but you I can just share it with so – like, wow. yeah, you can just share with um, with – the the women yeah, you know the people okay. very well yeah because I awesome. think that's that's a great that is a really great uh, reminder and it would be like having you know I mean that sales intensive is not an uh, like 
an inexpensive investment right. would be well worth listening to it again and again and again. There's so much Absolutely. good juice in there. There is so. so much good juice. And it's kind of one of those things that I feel like that you receive the message when you want it, when you're open to receiving it and then the next time you listen to it you're gonna hear something different. Kind of like when you teach on the laws, right? Like it, it's relevant all the time. Perfect. Thank you on that. And then I have to tell you something funny. So I had my group coaching call today and we were talking and we got towards the end and there wasn't really a whole lot going on. So I said, okay, I'm going to create an exercise that I want you to up-level your thinking. <laughs> and I That's said, awesome. let's say you travel to Paris and you stay in a hotel where you have a personal butler. What would you ask that personal butler to do? <laughs> where did you post this? Where did you bring this up? I, I didn't. It. it was in my group coaching call today at noon with all my private clients. I love it. What did they say? I need to know. Like, so what, like, one of them said. Here's the thing. Like, I don't yeah. actually know what, like, steam my clothes, right? I got that. Well, that, that was one of them. She yeah. said, like, have them iron, I would have them iron my outfit, and I would tell mm-hmm. them which outfit I wanted to wear for tomorrow so that they could get it out and hang it and have it ready to go for me in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if my shoes needed polished or cleaned. Yeah. And then they said, have them bring you champagne. And I wrote chocolate-covered strawberries because chocolate-covered strawberries in Malibu were the best I've ever had. Yeah, um, they were good. Uh-huh. Yes. And then I told you what my nine-year-old nephew said, didn't I? No, I don't think so. What did he say? Oh, my gosh. He's like, well, Aunt Abby, you drink a lot of water. So I would have them bring you some bottled water in the morning, and you drink your health drink with orange juice and so I would have them bring you fresh squeezed orange juice and then your coffee and then in the evening I would have them draw a bath for you and put bath salts in it <laughs> oh I love that that's I'm like my nine-year-old nephew right he's pretty yeah. funny yeah so anyway I mean it's sort of like it's a fun little exercise absolutely it's sort of like room service and I mean maybe they I would have them unpack my bags right why not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, clean my shoes. Right, we yep. said that already. Like, they're not going to put your makeup on. They're not going to do your hair. Right. I'm well, not, and part we're of not gonna, we're not like setting up. We're going to have people to to do any sort of tech stuff. They're not doing tech stuff. Right. So. Right. Well, have them take selfies of you in the. Oh, suite. there you go. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I mean, I'm hoping no guarantees. Okay, so don't don't yeah. get disappointed. Can I tell you something and not have you be disappointed? Well, I I would like to say yes, but I can't promise that. <laughs> <laughs> promise in advance. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to figure out if it financially works to bring um, Julian to Paris. Oh my God, that would be so awesome! Wouldn't that be great? Day after yes. day after day of photography right yes because i'm also going to be 40 pounds less than what i am right now okay so um i'm I'm hoping to make that work because yeah we, we had like this whole conversation you know it's all about budget this is like the least i know it seems like the most expensive program but it's the one with the least amount of profit in our whole yeah, business because the okay. gifts and everything yep oh my I god totally the hotel it. the gifts Airfare, all of it. Wouldn't it be great if we could do photography every day? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you can watch yourself, like, get more and more comfortable in front of the camera. Okay, so I was going to go back, though, and tell you, too, one of the things that was interesting is I have mostly women, and the two men that I have weren't on the call today. And it was interesting how much they struggled. And so we talked about this whole idea, and this is probably part of your thinking already, too, but we talked about this idea of – giving someone the gift of receiving their service, 
right? Like not in an ego way that people tend to go towards, Mm, but like as a butler, that's their role. And they do this job because they love this job. And so if I shut it off and don't allow them to serve me, like that's just mean. Yeah. I mean, part of Paris is learning how to be open to receiving at a much higher level. Mm. And part of that is having your own butler. Yeah. So... I still haven't signed the hotel contract, so hopefully we're going to this hotel. I've fallen in love with it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> the truth comes out, okay? <laughs> Pulling back the curtains, oh, awesome. but it's amazing. So uh, we're very close. We're very yeah. close. Um, but, yes, it is all about receiving. So um, what else are you open to receiving? I don't know. I've got to think about that. But I like the idea of unpacking my bags and ironing my outfits and all that fun stuff. Okay, so I have another tactical question. I know this isn't necessarily coaching, but just so I want to make sure I'm clear, my clarity is is that the stylist is going to show us style and show us outfits, then we have the option to purchase them. You're not purchasing this an outfit. Correct. Yeah, no, I I have purchased, I I am providing a group styling session, and then she's going to work with each of you individually, in little, you know, 15 minutes yeah. here and there kind of thing, get you set up, go look for things like this, you send her stuff, she gives you an evaluation, and you build your outfit that way. And so she's going to yeah. do that with you with one outfit so that you can pick, you know, do I want it for an evening out? Do I want it for a walk around during the day? Like what's my, what outfit would you like to get? And that, that's yeah. what she's going to help you create. And then okay, if you so want to do more with her, you can always, you know, hire her for, for more, but right. that's okay. That's on you. And I mean, what I do with her for all my events is like, I tell her what the event is and I tell her what all the, you know, the components are and she knows my energy now. She knows my style, but yeah. then she sends me a bunch of looks and for you, you know, she give you some direction, but you're, you're not getting the, the same, you know, full Absolutely. Yeah. service thing. But anyways, and then I order a bunch of stuff and I try it on and I send her a bunch of videos. And um, and then she's like, yes, yes, no, yep, yep, nope. Different oh, awesome. shoes, but that will work, yeah. So it's a really fantastic process. And uh, I want all, all the women to have at least a taste of it. She's, yeah, she's great. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah. Okay, then a totally random question because I have like one more use of this. So do you this is a long time ago, but do you remember I think you worked with it's somebody maybe you were related to that did the cosmetics and you provided um body oh, yeah. lotion? Yeah, did you like that? I love it. Yeah. Did I give you some of that body lotion? Is that what I did? Yeah. Like that was yeah. one of the things that you gave in the goodie bag. Yeah, um, with her lotion that you put and it's your like the best on. ever, right? Yeah, yeah, and it smells so good. Yeah, it's body butter and it's so whipped and beautiful. Yeah. And it was it was my aunt, That's and was. I was I just her name thinking of here. Yeah, her name's Brooke Doggerty. <laughs> yeah, and, thank you. Um, what is the name of her line that we? Just I don't know because it had your logo. Yeah, uh, yeah. But if you're interested in buying more, I can send you her website and I've actually been thinking about it's like a labor of love kind of thing creating a shop 
on on our site to sell, you know, our swag, our hats and yeah. mugs and blankets and and we would do the body lotion because that body lotion is freaking next level. So yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, that was totally random. <laughs> That's okay. I was no, thinking of you this morning as I got out of the shower and put lotion on. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to ask her about that. So. Yeah. No, it's Okay, good stuff. so then my yeah. last question for you, because I know we're doing a half an hour today, is yes, I always love, um, so when I ask you this, it's not, the, sometimes I just run out of questions. But, like, I know there are things that drop in for you about people, so I always like to touch base and even ask, and I've done this, I think, once or twice with you, too, like, is anything dropping in for you about me from either a, hey, you're stopping yourself, or go get them, keep doing this, whatever is dropping in for you? Um, Yeah. So I think it's very much what we talked about earlier at the beginning of the call, which is like, what if you dedicated yourself for the next six to 12 months to sales? Mm -hmm. Like sales, client execution, you know, but those two things, client delivery is what I mean by that. Yeah. You know, being like raising your, Raising the level of excellence on your coaching always, right? That's like, that's just a, a practice that I have. Con- consistently up-leveling, um, taking in the feedback, recognizing where you could do better, consistently up-leveling. And, and in that order, you know, sales, client, delivery, and then marketing. And I put client delivery second because I think it's important for you in terms of raising your rates. Okay. Yeah. You have to recognize that you're you're working at a higher level, and you do that by being at a higher level. Yeah. And that's how okay. you feel worthy of of charging a higher rate before you've actually charged your highest your, your higher rate. Okay. It's a little bit of a chicken and egg kind of thing. You need to because in some ways. I raised my my rates, and at that like concurrently, I was like, "Well, someone just bought at that level. I need to up my game, right?" And I right, I right. up my game as a result of that. So, it, it, you know, truth and transparency. I raised my rates first, and then up my game. But I think a lot of people think that they can't raise their rates because they haven't upped their game yet. Yeah. Not true. But if you need to up your game, be like, "Oh my God." Like, I'm starting to think that with the spirit of wealth, for instance, like that we're not, like the investment isn't, um, it could be higher for the level of program it is. Mm-hmm. But I, so that's an example of me raising my game first. Right. Before raising, yeah. Yeah, because <clears throat> I even see, you know, like how you raised your game and raise the price of it for next year, you know, like the value adds that you added to it. Yeah, huge, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and for me, too, I love that with coaching because if I have some people, you know, that are going to fall off in November or December, you know, before I would raise my, you know, like I feel like, too, there's some people that stay on the rate 
at the time. And then as I move into another rate, I can upsell them. But like, it's nice because I can uplevel my coaching with them. And yeah. it builds confidence for me to then say this is worth that. Because I'm actually starting to get closer and closer to saying, you know, to work with me for an hour a month, it's 20 grand. Mm-hmm. You know, along with the other value adds that I have in there. But because I had that secondary package and I tried it once and I bombed because it was the wrong person anyway and I didn't want her as a client. And then I just got scared of it, right? So I went yeah. back to my 10 grand program. Okay. So, so that's yeah. a great accountability action for you overnight what what's what's wrong with the 20k program right now what keeps you from selling that what's the niggle there i think because in my mind right now the only thing that's different from the 10k is they get me for um an additional hour a month and okay so the two programs right so the two programs are too similar that won't sell Okay, yes. so you either have to take the 10K off the table and go straight to the 20K, like there is no 10K, or you need to make them radically different. Okay. Immersion, radically different than a VIP day. They work together, mm-hmm. but they're different. Okay? Yeah. Immersion, radically different than Paris. Do they work together? Yes. But they're very different programs. Spirit of Wealth. How much do you Oh, sorry. Keep going. I thought you were okay. done. Okay, the same concept. Spirit of wealth is yeah. radically different than immersion, VIP day, living room session, mm-hmm. right? It's not yeah. that. I mean, you could you can make the argument that a, a VIP day is, is like a private version of the living room session, which is a small group, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a big enough difference that they stand separately, and people are not confused when you're talking about them. Yeah, that's the big thing there. Okay. And there's a part of me, too, that thinks to myself, okay, I kind of like the private coaching where I either meet with them. I meet with them for 60 minutes a a month. And some clients, I start out doing two 30-minute sessions, and some clients I just do an hour session every month, depending on who the client is. And Mm -hmm. I kind of like that. So there's there's a part of me, too, that's wondering, do I really want that? Or do I want to work on the program where it's the mastermind that we talked about that's a higher dollar kind of thing and keep my private client the same? You know, I might up the price yeah. of that, the point being. Yeah. But like, do you think you could sell your private client program for 15 k without changing anything in it? I think I can if it's not standpoint local people. And that's where the marketing piece, like I want to get out there and try to start marketing to some people outside of Sandpoint. Yeah. So that's another accountability thing that you can do overnight. Who are all the people that you know from past careers, past geographical locations, groups that you've been a part of? Like who are that list of 100, you can yeah. do another list of 100 that is not Sandpoint. Yeah. And trust me, you know 100 people that don't live in Sandpoint. Yeah, and actually some of the reach outs I've been making are people that aren't local. Yeah. Okay. And I like it. I don't, I think it's a limiting belief that you can't sell the people in 
uh, standpoint, mm-hmm. 15K. Fred Ebner okay. said that. I'm like, yeah, because the two people I sold my last 10K program to couldn't afford it, but they couldn't afford not to have me. You know, like, right. so I'm like, yeah. Okay. The difference between 10K and 15K is not that much in yeah, a buying no, decision. Not. Okay. The difference between, I mean, really, it's still a sales conversation. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, there's someone in Sandpoint who you've introduced me to, who I won't name names, but is perfectly fine paying even higher investment levels. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, I know too. Yeah. Cynthia so and Joni both. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if there's one, there's many. Yeah. Okay. Is Cynthia yeah, a client? You're welcome. That. Yeah. Is Cynthia a client of yours right now or a potential client? I know that you no. introduced her to us and, and then she kind of fell off the radar. I know Michelle yeah. reached out to her and stuff. No, she is just a really good friend of mine that um, I kind of feel like she's one of the few people here in Sandpoint that I've connected with that is at a higher vibrational level. But it was interesting to watch her at your um, at the summit and how mm-hmm. I I see her as a very open person, but it's a control thing. Like she's very open, but then there she was a little more closed off and that surprised me. But I will tell you right now is probably not the best time to reach out to her. She just found out her partner, um, who she's been madly in love with, has bone marrow cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, he just went into the hospital last week and started chemo and everything, and they just got home yesterday, I no. think, because it's been really painful for him. So, And he's young. Oh. He's really young, so... Like all of that tough. just happened in the last week and a half, yeah. Okay. Well, so, I'll give it some time. You know, maybe in a few weeks it'd be better, yeah. but I would say for right now not so much. But she's the one that I immediately told that I was going to Paris, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for you. This is going to be such an up-leveling, and, you know. Oh, that's great. Where other people are told I'm going to Paris, but I haven't told them how much I spent on it because they would be, like, all over that. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hear your crap. <laughs> that is true. So, true. Yeah. Well, that would be an interesting practice for you to if you are sharing that you're going to Paris and doing this program with someone and you feel that little hook mm-hmm. to to pause and make a, a conscious decision. Like just play out what would happen. This is sort of akin to the conversation we had about feeling safe to let your sexual energy run. Yeah. And not it, like it changes how people respond to you, but also like if someone's weird, like you trust yourself to know how to respond. Okay, and yeah. I think it's a it would be an interesting practice for you to, if it comes up again, share how much you invested and see if you can say it in a way that's full of self ownership, not like bragger, but like just owning that this is this is the choice you've made and you're in love with it and it's like everything you want and more, right? And then if they have a reaction, just learn how to be, like use it as practice to be an Aikido master with your energy, right? You're just like, Mm. oh, I'm going to let that go past me. Like, isn't that interesting, right? Yeah, that's good. you, You won't ever be comfortable with it if you don't test it out. And you might get hooked a little bit, 
but you have to move through it. You have to experience it and see how to shift your energy in the moment for you to actually get to the next level with it. Well, and here's what's interesting as you say that, and I didn't even think about this, but Sunday I was hanging out with somebody and we were talking about different things and I told her, I said, I'm going to Paris and and she might meet me over there and go to Italy afterwards. Mm-hmm. And um, I told her, and I actually did that. I owned it, and I'm like, I don't care what kind of reaction I get. Great. And uh, so, yeah, I guess I am doing. So, sometimes I'm my worst critic. Gosh, I don't even like. <laughs> here I am, like getting onto my not, not in a bad way, but saying to my clients, "Wait a minute, let's stop and celebrate that." And I need to do that too. You do, and 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 it's good that you see that you're actually doing it, and it's good that you see when you're hooked or when yeah. you're holding back, <clears throat> and. And to play with it, but yeah, great. And yeah. It, you didn't die, and she was excited for nope. you. Right? <laughs> yep. Awesome. Okay. okay. Good stuff. So then I will talk to you tomorrow at one thirty. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Have okay. A fantastic day. Okay. Yeah. You too. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for Coaching Uncut. If you loved what you learned today, please leave us a comment and let us know. We always love a thumbs up or a five-star review, so thank you in advance for that. And if you want to take your life and your business to the next level and it's time to scale, please reach out to us and schedule a consult at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. So that's theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. See you in the next episode. Rock it out and be unstoppable.